In today's show, we look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA, streaming options, what we're watching for, injury updates. Let's do some chunk work as well, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at redrock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On. All caps in the game. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I wonder if the NBA GMs that follow me play Ultimate Basketball GM. I wonder if they'd be good at it. We'll see. I don't know if they listen to the show. I know they follow me. I doubt they listen. If they do, welcome to the show. Let's talk games. Seven on Wednesday. Playoffs are in full swing. They're winding down in some cases. We've got lots to talk about. Wani. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right, um, first game is Philadelphia taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is a back-to-back for Cleveland. I'm going to say that Ricky Rubio is out. The ravishing one. It's a back-to-back. He's going to play Tuesday, so let's assume that he's out on Wednesday. What we don't know is Jarrett Allen or the Don. Donovan Mitchell, if I can find his sound drop. I went too early. He's Don. He's good. They are both, Mitchell and Allen, both out on Tuesday. So we don't know their status for Wednesday, which is huge. Allen being out puts Lamar Stevens into stream territory. Um, Mitchell being out obviously means Karis LeVert is in stream territory. And I just realized I did the injury replacement stream tab later on. And I didn't put those guys on, but they're there. Stevens, LeVert um, gets the real boost. Even Okoro gets a bit of a boost in that situation. So with Philadelphia, it's just Jalen McDaniels, who is questioned with that hip problem. He didn't practice, so I don't think he's going to play. It doesn't really impact much, though. For the Sixers, we talked on the Buy Low, Sell High show earlier today about Tyrese Maxey's hot streak shooting. So let's see what he does. I believe last game he was shithouse as well. So we'll see where his shooting goes. But what I more want to see from Max is not that hot st- shooting streaks, because he will have those. It's do something else. Like, what else are you bringing? Can you be a distributor? Will you ever touch the ball enough to do that? The answer is no. I want to keep watching that improvements in his game because when we're looking at him for this season, for next season, for future seasons, that's where it's got to come from. Also, I do want to watch basketball Paul. Paul Reed, who is now the backup center without any problem at all. He's getting minutes over Harold, who again, Daryl, we knew that was a bad signing when it happened. It's been proven out to be a bad sign. It took three months for Doc to figure it out, but Harold makes no sense. The Deadman signing is not there. Reed's the guy. He is an interesting deeper league player because his ability to get defensive stats in limited minutes. And any time that Embiid is out, Reed is going to put up good numbers, I think. It feels like he is locked in. I'm never going to trust not a Dr. Rivers, but I sort of am in this point. But I do want to see Paul because I do think that he's an interesting player moving forward. Grizzlies Heat is the next game. Jar is out. Steve Adams is out. Jake LaRavia is out. Cody Zeller is out. And Kyle Lowry has appeared on the injury report again. The Heat have had a lot of injury report shenanigans this season. I 
feel like they're just going to list Lowry questionable every single game, which is annoying. It doesn't help us in terms of preparing, but he's there. On the Memphis side of things, we do have to because he's played really well the last two games. We have to watch David Roddy Piper. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. I think I need to edit that sound clip down. Anyway, David Roddy. Big minutes the last two games. He's shooting over his head. It's not going to stick. But his minutes are pushing Tillman's and Aldama's down a little bit. We need to watch that. So I do want to watch Aldama, who had some stream value, but it's sort of been cut a little bit by Roddy. I think that those two are either or. So it could be a Roddy game or an Aldama game. I don't think we're going to see both a Roddy and an Aldama game. Now, they're never going to be must-roster guys, but in terms of their streaming value, it feels a little coin tossy, but Roddy is on the hot streak at the moment. For the Heat, I want to watch Gabe Vincent. He was really good last game, even with Lowry there, but we saw two months of Lowry being out. We had about three good games and a bunch of shit ones. So is he anything more than a streamer? I don't, I'm not ready to trust him after getting burnt earlier on. Kevin Love also, I just more want to watch again so I can tell people to drop him because you need to drop him. He's not a 12-team league player. Get that garbage out of here! He just isn't, yet he's still rostered in so many leagues. It's probably the people who are out of the playoffs because they made the mistake of using Kevin Love. But we do need to watch him and then the adjacent minutes of how it goes with Caleb Martin there in that spot as well. For the Celtics and the Wolves, which is the next game, Boston are four-point favorites. We know that Rob Williams is out. We know Peyton Pritchard is out. We know Carl Anthony Towns is out. Jalen Brown is listed as playing. I didn't really think that he wasn't, but he's listed as playing. While the Wizard of Nas, Nas Reed, was a weird late scratch last game. He is questionable here. Jalen Noel, Austin Rivers, similarly. We don't know whether they're going to play. For the Boston side, I want to watch Marcus Smart because he has been horrible. The assists are well. We detailed this by low sell high as well. Assists are way down. Can't hit any twos at all. I think he's at 25% on twos over the last two weeks. So let's see what does Smart bring us. He is way off. Let's see some improvement. Also, Al Horford, who continues to be frustrating in terms of the lack of scoring or the inconsistency in scoring, but everything else has been not bad lately. So I'm more, I am watching more his minutes because he's Playing like, instead of, we thought maybe 29, 30 minutes a night for Horford this season, they'd ramp him down. He's, he's not. He's like 31, 32 at the moment, which is it is a sizable difference. So we want to see what Horford is able to do and see if we can get a level of consistency in his shooting. For the Wolves, Kyle Anderson remains unbelievably valuable and unbelievably available in fantasy leagues, which is he's up to 58% rostered now. He had a great triple-double last game. He's playing big minutes. The back spasms, fingers crossed, appear to be a thing of the past. He's playing like 35 minutes a night, and he's putting, putting up really strong numbers. I also want to watch the big fella in the middle, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I think that Rudy Gobert's blocks are done. And by done, I mean never going back to the level we saw last season. I don't think they're recovering this season or any point in the future. I think they might be done. But what I do want to watch is just offensive involvement. Is the Mike Conley thing actually real? It's seen a marginal increase, but it hasn't been huge. Hard to judge last game as well, where they smacked the Hawks. But I just want to watch a little bit more of Gobert to see if I can actually you know, concrete that opinion in. I don't know that I can, but we'll see. Today's episode is brought to you by the legends over at the Ultimate Basketball GM Game. New sponsor, new partner, and you're going to love it. Because, hey, you play fantasy basketball. You love putting together teams. You love, I know this, you love doing trades. You love picking up players. And that's what Ultimate Basketball GM is about, being an NBA GM. 
hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. It's a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want, when you want to. Really, really, this is something that everyone who watches this show, listens to this show, is going to be interested in. We love doing it. We love creating teams. We love creating franchises. We love winning. And that's what this is about. So Locked On Fantasy Basketball listeners can also get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. That's Locked On's all caps, one word. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com. Scan the code up on your screen right now. Or look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. The Kings and the Bulls. The Kings are one-point favorites, although I've seen those odds differ across different sites. In some situations, the Bulls are favorite, which is weird. I don't know why you would have faith in the Bulls. The Kings are one-point favorites. I'm going to go with that. Javante Green is out. I've listed Trey Lyles as questionable. I think there is a chance he gets a suspension, and by the time you listen to this, we might know that. We're going to have a de- decent... Like, if Brook Lopez gets suspended for today's game, then you- Lyles is going to... Although, I'd imagine they'd announce the suspensions at the same time. Anyway, Lyles, I'm up in the air about whether he plays or not. We will find out. But I think he's uh, got to be listed questionable. For the Kings, got to have some questions here about Keegan Murray, who's played 37 minutes in the last two games combined. Losing minutes to Kessler Edwards is never a good sign. If Lyles is out, it probably does help him because Lyles has been crossing over a little bit alongside Sabonis. Um, Maybe there's some extra minutes for Metu, but I think it does help Keegan Murray quite a bit there if Lyles is out. But the Kings, if we talk about Keegan Murray and his production hasn't been great, they're just in this midst of a really good schedule. They had the Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, three games in four nights. They've got a Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, three games in four nights. They've got a Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, three games in four nights. They've just got games packed on games, packed on games. And while Murray is struggling, we hope he gets more minutes and produces. The schedule is just unbelievably good. If we go from Monday for the Kings through to next Tuesday, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's all right. No, one, one, two, three, four, five, six games in those eight days. It's pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good roll or pretty good stack of games there for the Kings. You don't really get that level of game. Six, yeah, six games, one, two, three, four, six games in eight days. It's a huge stretch with multiple threes and fours. So that's the only reason you have any faith in these guys. Kevin Herter was really strong last game, had 28 minutes and 28 points, but he had 19 minutes a game before that. And again, if it was any other situation where they weren't jam-packed with games, where they've got, what, five games now in the next six days. Is it five? Is that right? Oh, it can't be right. Bloody hell, what's wrong with my brain? One, two, three... They've got two games off, two days off in the next seven days. Five games in seven nights. There you go. That's how maths work. Kevin Herter's got some value there. For the Bulls, talked about DeRozan, how he's struggling at the moment. Let's watch it. Pick it up, maybe. Is his thigh actually bothering him that much? The minutes are there. He's getting tons of them. Just production's not there. They're just feeding everything through Levine, who is actually a massive sell high at the moment. I also want to watch Alex Caruso because his role is up and down. Last four games, 19, 27, 18, 29 minutes. He's probably going to start, but I don't really feel confident in his minutes. Now, the Bulls have had a stinking schedule. Over the last eight days, up until this Wednesday coming up tomorrow, they will have played three games. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. A terrible schedule. But now, they play Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Five games, or four games, six nights. So, that's how the schedule changes. You're going to have a bad schedule and move into a good schedule. 
Three games in four nights coming up for the Bulls. So Caruso back on the menu. Lakers-Rockets is the next game. This is a back-to-back for the Lakers. We know there's going to not be LeBron James. I know people are loving these Instagram posts that LeBron's putting out. Corny legend LeBron James. LeBron James. I don't think he's coming back at any point here, so I wouldn't worry about that. Um, Mo Bumba's out. LeBron's out. Anthony Davis is, of course, as always, listed probable. And then there is the delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun, for the Rockets. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Shengun was probable last game and then randomly sat out. You would feel being probable and then being a last-minute scratch would suggest that he's probably going to be okay on Wednesday. But I don't know. They've got three more games this week. The Lakers, it's a back-to-back. We'll get you know, some ideas of their stuff in today's game. For the Rockets, it's all about Jabari Smith Jr. And it's about Tari regular season. Tari played 35 minutes last game. People are souring on Tari Eason. Don't. I know he might not have lived up to your expectations that he only had six points last game. But the minutes are fine. Look, they have gone down. Absolutely. 25-21 before last game. But he played 35 minutes. And we don't know where the Shangoon's going to play. Again, who are you getting off the wire that is better? Three games in the final five nights of this week. Starting Wednesday with a chance that Shangoon is out and probably a minimum 25 minutes for Eason makes him worth it. I hope he can get some numbers back. Well, Smith is dominating. It does help that he's played 43, 36, and 36 minutes the last three games. That is obviously really helpful. But the shots are going in at an alarmingly high rate, and he's doing the things that made us think that he was an eighth-round fantasy pick. It just took four months to get here. Will there be a drop-off in shooting? The thing about him is minutes usage confidence is way up, and that's encouraging. And he is also performing better at center. I would like them to, as much as I like Garuba, I would like them to not play Garuba and just play Shengun and Smith as the center, and that gives more minutes for Eason as well. So that is something that we do need to watch. Mavs and Spurs. This is a back-to-back for San Antonio, so uh, yeah, good luck. For the Spurs, We let's go through what we know. At the moment, Trey Jones, Malachi Branham, Romeo Langford are out on Tuesday, while Keldon Johnson and Jeremy Sohan are questionable for Tuesday. So we have to say that Johnson, Sohan, Jones, Branham, and Langford are all questionable for Wednesday. I'll throw in Zach Collins as being questionable for Wednesday. I will throw in uh, Devin Vassell as being out for Wednesday, given it's a back-to-back. I will also throw in Doug McDermott as being questionable with a fake illness or bilateral soreness for Wednesday. It could be a wild lineup. I could throw Devontae Graham in there as being questionable as well as an older player. He's not that old. There's a bunch that's going on. For Dallas, it's a little bit easier to figure out because we know that Luka is out. Well, actually, it's not that easier. Luka is out. Kyrie is questionable. Christian Wood is questionable. And Timmy Hardaway is questionable. Hardaway did have to leave last game with that injury, but returned to the action. But Irving, Hardaway, Woody are all out. So, with the 50-50 chance of Irving playing, and I think Kyrie might... Well, actually, they don't probably need to play him against the Spurs. I think Kyrie will probably sit. I think all these guys will sit, to be honest, for Dallas. I I think that's a chance. We have to really be looking at Josh Green, and we have to be looking at... Western Conference, Cam Thomas, Jaden Hardy. Hardy played 41 minutes last game. Um, Jason Kidd has mismanaged him all season. He should never have slipped to the second round of the draft, let's be honest. But even Kidd now, like, hey, do you think you'll get Hardy minutes? Oh, there's a lot of all the players after good minutes. Like, Theo Pinson's not one of them, my guy. Neither's Frank Nilakina. Neither's Justin Holiday, to be honest. Like, we will see. But this is the perfect opportunity for another big game for Jaden Hardy. And I'll be really intrigued to see how they use him with others healthy or if he's able to play into a regular rotation spot. 
Green and Hardy are probably not 12-team league guys if both Kyrie and Doncic are there. But if literally we might have no Doncic, Kyrie, Hardaway, Wood, there is no one to take shots. So Green and Hardy are going to do it all. And they are going to put up big numbers, I think. So that is an elite opportunity to get Joshy and Jaden into the lineup. Now, they play Wednesday, Friday. That's their last two games for the week. Someone asked me, hey, if this is my finals week, do I drop Luca? Hey, probably. He's got one game left across the final six nights. This is before Tuesday's action. And he might not even play that one game. As good as Luka Doncic is, I can do a lot more with that roster spot if I can't actually put him in IL. He might play one game, and he's, he's awesome. He's Luka Doncic. But it's your final week. You might need to do that. It's tough. It's a tough call. It's, you hate to do it, but it is a tough call. Um, as for the Spurs, who knows? I don't even know who's playing today, let alone who's playing tomorrow. But we keep an eye on Blake Wesley. We keep an eye on Charlie Bassey, who I think is actually going to be the, one of the more secure guys there to try out. But I don't know whether Collins plays. Yeah, Kata Bates-Diop, yes, maybe. Graham, maybe. Sandru Mamakalashvili, literally maybe an option. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Julian Champagne has like a random 15-point game. That's how wild I think that game is going to be. Warriors-Clippers. The Clippers are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Um, we know Andy Wiggins. We don't know. We're assuming, given what they've said, that Andy Wiggins is going to be out. Gary Payton is definitely out. Norman Powell is out. And Johnny Kaminga is officially questionable with that ankle spread. I'd like to see Kaminga get back because he was playing pretty well before the second pregame ankle spill of what that two-day period after Kevin Durant. For the Warriors, Dante DiVincenzo did struggle last game, but his minutes are up. They should remain up. Pretty happy with using him. And then Kevon Looney, who I want to see Looney. He's played 33 and 27 minutes the last two games. But if Kaminga plays, is Looney a high 20s guy or is he a low 20s guy? Do they go back to Draymond at center with Kaminga next to him? Or, you know, Kaminga maybe playing at center? Or is Looney still going to be that guy? I think that's important to know because Looney can be a 7-8 rebound player in 28 minutes. But if he plays 22, he's a 6 rebound guy. And that is a difference between, hmm, probably should have him versus, eh, maybe not. Not sure that's worth it. For the Clippers, we haven't, like the Bulls, we haven't seen these blokes play in a long time. They played Wednesday last week, Saturday last week, and this is their first game this week. And then they don't play again until the weekend, back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. Shit schedule. Russell Westbrook's last two games, 23, 23 minutes. Coincidentally, they won. One. Is it a coincidence? Absolutely, it isn't because they went to a lineup that made more sense. I want to watch what they do with Russell Westbrook. Price of the brick going up. And how they use him here, what his minutes are like. Now, the reason you might hold Russ, if you've lasted this long, you shouldn't have, but if you've lasted this long, is because that weekend back-to-back, you probably see Kawhi sit, and that might push Russ to a 32-minute night in one of those games. But I still think he's going to play like 25 in the other two. I also want to watch Marcus Morris because, I don't know, Ty Lue's infatuation with this bloke is infuriating. He played 31 minutes last game. And they just always, whatever they say, it's like, oh, who are you going to throw on this guy? Oh, it's going to be Morris. Bro, he's cooked. He's washed. I never liked the trade for them to begin with, but so I'm a little bit biased. But he played 31 minutes last game. There are better options than him. But him getting 31 and Batum getting 16 and Man getting 19 is coaching malpractice. I know they won. I know they beat the Knicks, but it's ridiculous. So we're more wanting to see, not that we care about Marcus Morris from a fantasy perspective. We care about what he does to other players that we might care about. Hope that makes sense. Today's episode is brought to you by Fangio. The NBA playoffs are close. We are three weeks away. And now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and it's super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line, point scorers, even three-pointers drained. We love our three-pointers drained. Um, odds for the NBA Finals. 
over on FanDuel. You can check all that out. The favorites are now the Milwaukee Bucks. The Suns have dropped down to fourth favorites or equal third favorites with the Nuggets. And the Celtics and Bucks are the top two. Interestingly, fifth favorite, Golden State Warriors, the team that cannot win a game on the road. Huh. You can check that out over at FanDuel Plus. They also let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's look at some injury replacement streams. Um, in Miami, with Kyle, that's not how you spell Kyle, but I made a typo there and I'm pushed for time, so I'm not going to go change it. Kyle Lowry, if he is out, we get the boost for Gabe Vincent, maybe, although not always, but usually a boost for Victor Oladipo, who would become maybe a streaming option if Kyle is out. If Nas Reed is out, not if Gobert is out, because he's not on the injury report yet, he might be. If Reed is out with that calf injury, deeper leagues, and I'm trying to cater to all leagues here, Someone said, oh, you, Josh, you never talk about points leagues. Yeah, I, I, I do. Probably, maybe it's not as much as you would like if you're in a points league only and you want me to talk every moment about points leagues. Um, but I'm trying to talk deeper leagues here. Luca Gaza would be a great stream. If Shingun is out, Easton solidifies. It does help someone like an Ujman Garuba for deeper leagues too. If Kyrie is out, and Hardaway, and Wood, then we are massively leaning into Jaden Hardy and Josh Green. I still think they're worth having a crack at anyway even with just Luke out. Although we've seen Green struggle a little bit in that scenario. I think Hardy would be interesting. I'm really interested to see what Hardy can do. The Spurs, again, there's going to be opportunities open up. We just don't know. It might be Wesley. It might be Bates Diop. It might be Graham. It's probably Bassey. There's a lot happening there. And I just don't know who it's going to be. There might be seven blokes out. Um, and then for the Warriors, if Kaminga is out, it does give that boost to Kavon Looney, making him more viable as a streamer. Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back. There's only one team, and it is your Sacramento Kings, like the beam. We're streaming in for Wednesday's games, Category Leagues, Dante DiVincenzo, Kavon Looney. A couple of Warriors really up the top there. Both get a boost if Kaminga is out. Tari Eason is still available in over 50% of leagues. People have dropped him. I would not have done that, and I would definitely stream him in, especially with Shangun likely, or not likely, potentially missing. Xavier T. Ullman is worth a stream. Yes, he is available still. It hasn't been great the last two games, but he's worth it. KJ Martin is available. Dennis Schroeder is a good option. Paddy Beverly, a sneaky one. Not going to be for points, obviously, but some out-of-position um, rebounds, some steals, some assists. And then Austin Reeves is on that list too. You could also throw Jaden Hardy into the 12-team streamer list and David Roddy. For deeper formats, Joshy Green, he's also a 12-team streamer. Troy Brown, Jaden Hardy, Kata Bates-Diop, Torian Prince, Reggie Bullock, Eric Gordon, and Dwight Powell are all available in 90% plus leagues. For points league streaming, this is all available in 40% of more leagues. Kyle Anderson's still there. He's still available, and he needs to be added. Kavon Looney, Tari Eason, Xavier T. Ilman, KJ Martin, DiVincenzo, Dennis Schroeder, and your mate, Dylan Brooks. The Let's look at the next four days. Who are we targeting? Who's got the increased value here? You'll see that every one of the, there's a lot of teams playing three games in four nights. Every one of these guys over the next four days, you get the most value by adding three game players. Kyle Anderson, DiVincenzo, Kavon Looney, Tillman, Beverly, Monk, Caruso. And I put Lyles on that list, even though he might be suspended. Now, if he is suspended, the two games sort of takes him out of that list. 
So if we're looking to maximize games for minimum ads, you've got seven or eight names there that are really good with three games in the next four nights. So just overall, you can see here on this graphic, the amount of teams playing three games in four nights. The Grizzlies, the Celtics, the Warriors, the Bulls, the Sixers, the Kings, and the Wolves. So we've got Roddy, Tillman, Aldama, Brogdon, White, if they're available. Maybe with the three games in four nights for the Celtics, you get a Muscala or a Griffin in there. The Warriors, you've got a Kaminga if he plays, a Looney, a DiVincenzo. The Bulls, you've got a Beverly, a Caruso, a Pat Williams. The Sixers, you don't have much, but you've got Melton if he was dropped. The Kings, you've got Murray, you've got Lyles, you've got Herder, you've got Monk. The Wolves, you've got Prince, perhaps. You've got Anderson, obviously. You've got maybe Reed, but probably not. But then we look at four games in six nights. Now, this does take us into next week, onto Monday, because over the next five days of this week, Wednesday through Sunday, the most anyone plays is three. So there's no extra benefit in looking at the five. Over the next six nights, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Sixers, the Rockets, Kings, Bulls, and Wolves play four games in the next six nights. Some again, some of that is into next week. So if your league ends this week, doesn't matter to you. But in terms of if you think that you get the boost this week and then you get an advantage for next week because these guys will play on Monday, they're worth having a look at. Worth having a look at some of those guys. And that will do it. For me today, don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app and on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.